This is the Playboy Prince of Professional Wrestling, Lance Rivera, and you are listening to the number one wrestling podcast, Broken But Glorious. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello, everyone. This is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. The one only shot with Thunder Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Break, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening to. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the infamous Nick David. Good evening. You well? I'm very well. Yourself? Yeah, good. I'm not so this week. <laughs> Always a positive. Well, I found a new class I really loved. It's called Pump. So pump. It's, yes, so it's, it's third exercises with weights. So, and it's not three hundred squats. It's yeah, it's lots of it's like, <laughs> like it's only like five k, but it's just lots of holding it up and pu- uh, pulsing. I think they call it. So yeah, so so it's just it builds up muscle um, endurance. Rather than making your muscle, big muscles. <laughs> but I really loved it, and that's another one I'm, I'm so proud. Of lasted 45 minutes because the, the guy next to me lasted about 10 minutes, and then he <laughs> packed off. <up. laughs> and the, then the trainer came up to me and he said, "Yeah, you did really well. You should, you should come to the combat club at, um, sessions and stuff." I was like, "Oh, I want it." So it's only because I was off last week, I just tried all the classes out, see which ones I liked. So I like, I like, don't mind spin, which I'm going to do tomorrow. Yeah, and then I've got this circuit training on Friday, which should be fun. Yeah, good. Decent. No, sounds like you're smashing it still. Yeah, uh, it was TNT versus Wrestle Island at the weekend. Lance, yeah, he's not here tonight because I'm sure he's recovering from his successful title defence against Joseph Connors. What a great match. And then post-match, he got attacked by um, Scott Oberman, making his return to Wrestle Island. So that looks like it's going to be his feud going forward. Scott's... Oh, it's been in and around the title scene for a few years in Wrestle Island, but so it's going to be yeah former TNT Ignition champion. So it was apt for him to be on the TNT show as well. So yeah, but it was a great great card. Yeah, it's going to be on. That's not fight. Wrestle wrestling TV. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I recommend you go find it. Wrestle Island. It's called TNT X Wrestle Island No Limits. It was a great show. Top to top to bottom, yeah. and Lance. I, I've spoiled my match for you by saying Lance won, but yeah, he, he successfully beat. And well, he said he said it was his biggest match of his career against Joseph Connors, former NXT UK Joseph Connors. Yeah, it was a really good match. Recommend anyone go watch it. Yeah, so we've got a really fun show for you this evening. So we have a big in, we have a big interview with the co-owner of Infamous Wrestling, DJ King. Then we're going to give more thoughts on the. White Rabbit Saga, which I'm loving. <laughs> I, I love it. Oh, but first, it's the news. News! So it's a bit, I know it's a bit old news, like a week old, but we haven't given our thoughts on Grand Slam yet. <laughs> but what a show. That went, at least, especially the Wednesday show. I, I thought, yeah, that was, that was pay-per-view worthy. I thought, amazing. So, we'll start with... Bit of a yeah. surprise, I thought, Chris Jericho winning the Ring of Honor Championship. 
Yeah, I mean, it, what I will say about the show as well, just as a whole, I mean, rightfully so, the last sort of few months, I mean, we've all been, I mean, the rest of the industry sort of been singing the praises, rightfully, of WWE, of the Triple H sort of era, but I think this show sort of just reminds you that AEW is still, and obviously I know AEW's had a lot of problems for the, we, we obviously, what we know, the backstage issues that happened after uh, All Out, but I think this show just reminds everyone that, it still is amazing promotion. They can put on these mm-hmm. incredible shows, and it it really was that from from start to finish, as I say. Especially Dynamite. I think Rampage was still good. I did enjoy Rampage, yeah. but um, I, I I know what you mean. I think I I think this was really more. I mean, the fact this one had five matches on Rampage had eight. I mean, Rampage felt a little bit more sort of sort of rushed, mm-hmm. whereas this was a, just a fantastic, really really enjoyable. TV, well, I think they could put this on a DVD and it'll sell. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, so sorry for there just to sort of say, but yeah, with the opening match, um, I, 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 I mean, I, I find it quite, this is, yeah, I mean, I find it quite funny that Jericho's won. I mean, he's won <laughs> now, sort of, yeah, I think the, the belts he's won. I mean, he had to add Ring of Honor to his sort mm-hmm. of ever growing impressive CV. So, I'm, um, I'm happy that for, for the Jericho, he still is the goat at the moment. He's still <laughs> class. Um, I, think, I think it's great with his character of he's the sports entertainer. So have the yeah. most, so having the company who's the most wrestling company in the world currently <laughs> top belt. It sounds it's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he was well, well also at Jericho as well. His commentary because I I know some of us don't like it the way how much he screams and he has actually got better I think on commentary because he has calmed down the amount of screams he does do. But he was great in the. Um, Kingston Guevara match on the rampage when he was just like, ah, come on, ref, disqualify him. And then they're like, why? <laughs> I don't know, he needs to disqualify him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, um, yeah, he, he's still my favourite and I always will be. No, it is, um, I'm happy for the Jericho. Claudio, I feel a bit sorry for him. I, mean, uh, I think the fact that he's just been sort of caught up in, I think this is too good to kind of not do in the mm-hmm. sense that you rightfully said about, uh, yeah, the sports entertainer now holds the, yeah, the Ring of Honor championship. I, th- I feel like they're going to tie this in potentially with the, with the, with the Daniel Garcia turn as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it will make sense in that respect. The only thing I just will, I just will say is I think with all these sort of the Ring of Honor belts, I think I think it's getting almost a bit lost with AEW. I love it. I just really think Ring of Honor needs its own kind of show. As yeah, we've sort of mentioned heard a lot. Rumors that they've given the belts to Chris Jericho to try and sell the TV show. So they are champions, Chris Jericho. So of course you want it on your network type of thing. That would make sense. Yeah, I mean like they did with like, well AEW when that first started up, sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so that makes sense. I still think they should just get rid of Elevation or Dark and just put like Ring of Honor on YouTube. I think, I think, I think if you want to, that'd be a great way of getting a following behind it. Put it on free TV, so on YouTube. But, I just know. think we just, I just personally quite like to see it sort of feel like a complete different. Like it's nothing to do with AEW almost. Like when you do get wrestlers appearing on either <coughs> show, it, it feels like a massive deal. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost a little bit. Like, I suppose you could sort of not trying to say like a bit like a strict brand sort of split like Raw and SmackDown, but a bit like almost like they had when it was AEW and um, when they had this sort of working relationship of Impact at the start of last yeah. year, where where like the odd nice. wrestler would, would turn up there and then it, it felt like a big deal. So I just think yeah, that that would be. I know they obviously want to go. But I think they're bringing one of the ideas to sort of make it more for the youngsters on the way up, and then things like I feel like you can sort of keep it a bit strict and then 
you can just sort of move wrestlers around where you see fit and and to keep everything a little bit fresh. I, I, I'd like to, yeah, hope that there is going to be a, a TV show, and I think, yeah, if you can try and keep them the Ring of Ring of Honor belts and everything to that particular show, then, yeah, because at the moment I just think it's a little bit too custard with all mm-hmm. the Ring of Honor. I, I mean, I don't, I'm struggling as me as massive wrestling fan even i struggle to sort of keep up what's actually going on with, with all the <laughs> ring of honor belts and all these new AEW belts so it's a lot yeah, to sort of take there is, in there is a lot of belts in AEW <laughs> currently <laughs> I, yeah I, I either if they're going to start their own network type thing AEW network they could have it as a, net, a network exclusive mm, yeah or use it yeah, yeah. or use it as a, like the version of NXT Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, yeah, just have have a lot of up and coming indie guys with all these le- um, sprinkle in some Ring of Honor legends, and yeah, I think people love it. And like I say, you can still sort of just have some AEW guys appear on there, but just you can just be a little bit more kind of yeah, yeah, instead of having it sort of all mixed in a bit, just a bit more sort of strict and making it feel like oh, an AEW guy's dropped up. That will be quite a big sort of special episode. If that makes sense. Yeah, like they used to do in like really early NXT where just like Justin Gabriel just turn up one week. And, yeah. And, like for four weeks, for four weeks they'll just go down and put over the, the biggest, like the main events NXT guys. And Rob Van Dam turned up and I've had a match against Neville. I want to see what, yeah. I hear this Neville guy is really good. I want to come out and have a match with him. And yeah, so it's like, yeah, that just puts Neville over because he's just beat Rob Van Dam. So it's like, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I am quite excited. Um, they claimed winning the NXT Championship. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. It's so, so, such a great match as well. Yeah. I um, I haven't got Swerve's theme tune out of my head all week. I don't know what it, you know. When you just get a theme tune stuck in your head. Mm-hmm. For some reason, this week it's all been about Swerve Strickland's theme. Um, which I just can't get that word for some reason. But yeah, uh, acclaimed. Obviously, I think they had to pull the trigger on this. There was clearly, obviously, a lot of people disappointed after all out. And, um, yeah, worth the wait. Really, really good pop. And I'd say it's one of those pops where there is just, people are just so excited and just actually happy for them that it's finally happened. Um, and it, yeah, really well deserved. And a really good match to boot as well. Yeah, it was a great match. Yeah, but we'll say, I think we were saying last week that they, they either needed to take the championship off swervingly or give them, cause they, or give them a meaty storyline with the titles because they were just having great, it's not that bad having great matches. After great match, after great match, after great match. But yeah, people don't remember your title reign if there isn't like, something meaty in it. And I think they can do something great with the acclaimed. Yeah, I, I, I think they need to. Cause I think, yeah, you're right. I think with the tag team division, and I'm trying to, off the top of my head, I can't remember the last time there was a really good kind of feud for the tag team title belts of AEW. Uh, I know it's all well and good. We, we do get these world class matches, which I'm massive fan of but yeah for the actual titles I, mean, I want to say it's probably the Young Bucks against well probably the Lucha Bros I guess was probably the last time we actually had a yeah uh, a, an actual rivalry for, for the B- belts B- Bucks yeah. FTR years ago yeah Bucks FTR I think mm. I mean anything with the Young Bucks really yeah it was both Young Bucks and Kenny and Hong Kong <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and that, we can talk about that match whenever we want to because I loved it <laughs> I need to get back I haven't watched that for a while I said that's the only problem with them not having their own network. I've not, I've, most of the pay-per-views I've only ever seen once. Yeah. I've gone back and watched them again. So I've, I've watched that match a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. And where else? Paige? Or Soraya? I think her name. 
Soraya. Soraya, yeah. Soraya. <laughs> right, she, she kept correcting people on, on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. um, apparently she's not, not cleared to wrestle. Oh, she's not? be interesting what role they would find for her. Oh. Well, that seems a bit of a... Well, I mean, it was a great to see her, and as I say, um, the pop was, was brilliant. But yeah, it, it feels a bit weird then if she's not been cleared to wrestle that they're just going to bring her out like that. That seems yeah. a... A bit weird, given that she was sort of came down looking like she wanted to sort of fight. I think Whereas, she, she, I think she thinks she's cleared. I think she, in her head, wants to wrestle. I've read reports that she's they haven't cleared her yet. Oh dear. Um, well, I mean if that is the case, and you do sort of question. I mean, I don't want to take the moment away because it was actually a really good. It was an unexpected moment as well. I mean, when it happened, which is which is quite rare in wrestling these days. But mm-hmm. if that is the case, and you do have to sort of question, like, well, why would they do? Why would they sort of do it like that? Then, I mean, if it is going to be a non-wrestling role for the time being, then surely you just bring her up to like, well, just bring out another wrestler sort of thing like mm-hmm. as a manager well, there's loads of ways you can do sort of manager sort of debuts like like we've seen in AEW successfully with obviously Stokely Hathaway Regal um, so there's been many more Jake Snake um, so there's 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 ways you could have done a debut like that but the way she sort of came out to clear the ring you just yeah. get wrestler vibes from that don't you mm-hmm. so yeah well, I, I might be wrong about this that's why I've read that she hasn't been cleared by their doctors so. And that's just what they want us to think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then Moxley, great match against Brian Danielson. Yeah, I mean, you can't really go much wrong with these two main event in a show, which is no. already. Be, I suppose you could say the pressure was kind of on them, given how brilliant the show was and the build up to to this. It was sort of like, oh, okay, well. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, the show was going so well, you'd sort of like, oh, okay, well, uh, hopefully the main event delivers as it should. Otherwise, yeah, it's going to sort of uh, cast a bit of a, a downer on the show. But no, yeah, really, really enjoyable match. I, I was a bit gutted Brian Danielson didn't win because I kind of wanted him to hold the, cha- the championship. But I mean, it, like I said last week on the pre- when we were previewing the show, I mean, you can't really go an awful lot wrong with this because I think whatever they did was going to be right which is always handy when that is the case. And, yeah, I, I feel they thinking about it now after as well. I think they clearly would they wanted to go down the Moxley-MJF route anyway, Yeah. Um, given they've had a few backing, like you said on the show last week, to be fair. And, um, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where, that, where this goes from here. As I said, it would have been nice for Brian, but him not winning it could, could do... Something similar to the Yes movement. Not that he won't copy exactly, but there'll be a groundswell of support for him to win it later on. Everything. Oh, exactly. I mean, yeah, but with, with, with Danielson, I mean, there's he'll always be a, a main player in AEW, regardless of what if he's got the belt or not. But yeah, there's certainly sort of points. I mean, already you're looking at. Oh, okay. Well, Moxley will potentially will drop the belt to MJF. And then down the line, you could have Danielson take it from MJF, which is naturally as wrestling fans, we always like to sort of predict the, mm-hmm. sort of the predict the, uh, the future. So yeah, who knows where, where, if Danielson will hold one, which I suspect you, you certainly will. But for the time being, I think, yeah, it's, it's of enjoying it really. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was a great show. I said, yeah, it, it, you could have had it as a pay per view and I think people have been happy to pay for that. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Um, you wanted to mention Impact Wrestling's Victory Road. I haven't seen it. 
I saw Bobby Fish was on it. That's all I know about <laughs> Yeah, um, so yeah, Impact Victory Road was Friday night as well, so there was quite a lot of, quite a lot on it. If you, yeah, living in a realm for America on a Friday night, you've had a quite a good selection. A Victory Road, uh, Rampage 2 hour special, um, Smackdown, so, um, all three were, by the sounds of them, were very good shows, all three, so, mm-hmm. um, what we, what we want to hear, we, we want all this, really good wrestling from all promotions but yeah no uh, Victory Road I mean the main event was the three way barbed wire massacre match between Steve Macklin Moose and Sammy Callahan. Uh, obviously this has been yeah I mean we know Moose and Callahan. they've been feuding for, for a few months all the way back in June they had that sort of death match and then had the Raven sort of play fight match I think they called it <laughs> and now they've got they've obviously got Macklin involved after that so uh, the, the few the the, the the build and everything for this has been great. And yeah, I'm really happy Macklin got the win. He got, obviously, I think he's been needing that big win. And I do think with Steve Macklin, you look at sort of, um, wrestlers who have been released, um, from WWE, there's been a load over the last sort of year, a few years. And he's one of these wrestlers who's really invented himself as a single star, becoming a big star in a small promotion. And there's, there's obviously every chance that we could see him really developing his actual career potentially you never even know he might even potentially go on to um to get back into WWE as Steve Macklin a bit like we've mm-hmm. seen with well Drew McIntyre is the obvious one but it's yeah this is the positive side of when you have a release and you need to kind of reinvent yourself on the on the scene and yeah just want to say that about Steve Macklin because he's been been great yeah I've heard enough of the good things about him since he's WWE so. Exactly that. Uh, uh, so that was the episode. Uh, I sunk my mouth, and um, that was the. Um, well, I took a sip of my water, and I wanted to sort of something to put into my mouth. Uh, yeah, there was the um, there was the intergender triple threat revolver uh, for the to determine the number one contender for the Impact X Division Championship, which will be happening at Bound for Glory in a few weeks' time. Um, so Frankie Kazarian won. He beat Alex Zane, Black Tarus, Kenny King, Laredo Kid, Mia Yim. Trey Miguel oh, wow. and Yua um, Umiria. Not very good at pronouncing the Japanese wrestlers' names like yourself. So, uh, but yeah, again, I've heard really good things about this match, um, and I'm happy Frankie Kazarian won. I think he's sort of clearly got a good relationship with well both promotions. Um, he sort of seems to sort of yeah be wrestling on sort of both shows. Um, so, which is which is good to see. It. Yeah. I think um, the fact that yeah, we've got him wrestling for, I think him versus Gizieb, and then he will be taking on Mike Bailey, who I should say won earlier on in the night against Delirious. Um, so yeah, I think Mike Bailey, Frankie Gizieb will be an unreal match um, at um, at Bound for Glory. So that that would be great. Um, yeah, I think then in yeah there was uh, was it Motor City Machine Guns they beat on and no more PCO and Vincent in a tag match. So I suspect they're they're getting more towards a PCO kind of split from the group. I think that will probably I I think that will come over in the next sort of few weeks. I suspect we're really get getting there. I think we're gonna soon reach boiling points. Um, but they actually are up against the other the uh, the actual champion champions are also in on on and no more of Matt Taven and Mike Bennett at. Um, Bound for Glory as well so as I said to you off there I think a lot of these matches were sort of was good it sort of felt like they were sort of heading in the correct direction towards Bound for Glory like you had um, the six man tag on and no more Eddie Edwards Matt Saban and Mike Bennett they beat Heath 
Josh Alexander and Rich Swan. So obviously Edwards is wrestling Alexandra Bound for Glory. So yeah, it, it seemed like they got the build for Bound for Glory very uh, extremely correct in how they've sort of built this show whilst mm-hmm. having some yeah whilst obviously doing the correct winners. So overall, really good show. Um, so yeah, and as I say, a bit of a bit of excitement going forward towards Bound for Glory. Yeah, it's, it's, it's what it's, I still want to get back into Impact, but I just don't have time. So add another like two hour show. It's a week, is it? <laughs> but everyone yeah. keeps telling how solid it is and what a good show it is. I just, yeah. well, I go through stages of watching it, but the thing about Impact is I always just sort of keep an eye on. I was well, even if I if I did not if I'm working on Friday, and I've got quite Friday off. Put it on because you can sort of get it done in like an hour and twenty on. Uh, usually, it's usually an hour and twenty. It comes up when I watch the video. Um, if I'm working, it's quiet on Friday. I put it on, and um, as you say, it's just so consistent. Usually with the show, so you're not. I'd say the last sort of two years when I've been watching, you're not going to get like absolute banger after banger after banger. But what I will say is, every week it, it's just very consistent wrestling, which is just good, and they build to their shows very well. Their pay per views are usually what you want. They're a, they're a step up from the weekly shows. So I think they've got everything, they're doing everything correctly. I don't think they need to really change an awful lot going forward. Because let's face it, they're not going to beat WWE. They're not going to beat AEW in terms of ratings or anything like that. So I think just stick to what you're good at. And you can't go more. You'll, as I say, you'll get wrestlers in as well. If you are producing sort of consistency, you'll get wrestlers who want to be on your promotion. So, mm. yeah. Cool. Right, so it's time for our interview with Infamous Pro Wrestling co-owner. DJ King, he's here to promote a very specific brand of hostility. Infamous's next show on the 8th of October. Ticket information will be in, in the description below the podcast. So, enjoy. This is Christy Quinlan, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. And I'm delighted to be joined on the line by co-owner of Infamous Pro Wrestling, DJ King. How are you doing this evening, DJ? Uh, I'm doing great, Chris. Thank you for having me. Yeah, great to see you back. It was nice seeing you on was yesterday, Sunday. So, oh, that was yeah, Sunday. <laughs> Sunday it was yeah, Sunday at TNT in the Wrestle Island. Oh, it's a great show. That was a really fun show. <laughs> I was, it was a boss afternoon. Some yeah. absolute top tier talent on that show. Yeah, so yeah, really good matches. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been a while since I've been to TNT, so it's good to get back there. Oh yeah, T- I mean TNT is just. It's fantastic at the moment. Literally firing on all cylinders over at TNT mm-hmm. at the minute. Yeah. You know, with a sexy voice of DJ King, <laughs> uh, as always, on commentary. Yeah. How long have you been back on commentary? Then? So. I've been pretty much since the pandemic lifted. Um, yeah. I, I literally, the, the story behind it's a funny one. I um, I was promoting the first infamous show. Mm. And I went to a superstar show just to... Do a bit of promotion, talk to a yeah. couple of the lads, and Jay After, the owner of TNT, good, a good mate of mine, like prior to all this, um, just asked me on, on a whim, can you fill in on commentary today? We haven't got a commentator. I said, yeah, by all means, mate, filled in. And then he messaged me the, the day after, and he was like, listen, I really enjoyed that. How would you fancy coming on board as the, the new commentator for TNT? Oh, man. My mind was just blown. <laughs> I like, yes, I'm in. Totally, I'm in. And it's it's just been amazing since I've done like the GCW weekend there, which was just an absolutely That's class experience. Yeah. Just getting to work with some of the best international talents. It's fantastic. 
Yeah, so it was, yeah, that weekend it looked amazing. Oh, God, what I missed. <laughs> oh, it was. But, hey, hey, is you still catching on Fight TV? Yes. <laughs> I'll put links in the description if anyone wants to So DJ has joined us today to promote Infamous Presents. I've not rated that. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> What is what is wrestling journalism coming to when you've not even wrote down the name of the show? The show is called Infamous Presents, a very specific brand of hostility. God, how hard is that? <laughs> Infamous Presents. I'm sure. Ah, I'm sure men's a basic. Infamous Presents, a very specific brand of hostility. <laughs> Looks like an amazing card so far. So it's like... No, it's, it, it is. It's, it's stacked. Yeah. The only way I can use to describe it at the moment is, is absolutely stacked. This is this is a like obviously the first show it, it went fantastically and amazing. we had an amazing we had an amazing card. We were there, Chris. You saw mm-hmm. you saw the show. It was a great card. Great card. Some fantastic well, talents. They must have watched it four or five times since on YouTube. Oh, thank you, man. I, I think I've watched it myself back twice. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's. It's like when a, when a wrestler watches their the matches back. When I used to wrestle, we used to watch the matches back. I'd sometimes be a little bit like, ooh, about watching it. And I was like that about watching the whole show this time round. So yeah. I've only managed to watch it back myself a couple of times. But uh, now everyone everyone really knocked it out of the park. It was an absolutely fantastic day. It, it, it was just it was brilliant. It was amazing. Any card where you can get made to last and Lance Vera on Isaac will watch that over and over and over again. It's just, they're his oh, favourites. So. Definitely yeah. gonna definitely yeah. gonna enjoy the next show then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah, let's go through the cards. So at the end of the main events, it looked like Lance Rivera and Dylan Roberts were gonna shake hands and like a showing of respect and then Connor Klein came in and took out Dylan, encouraged Lance to join him and yeah, set up this great main event for the Yeah, you know. I mean I've I've never known Lance to be a follower. No. But obviously yeah. He wasn't too happy with the results. You know, a great match, oh. a great homecoming of sorts for Lance. I mean, we had the crowd throwing streamers in the ring. I mean, Frigadell, it, it, <laughs> it, it was a brilliant homecoming for Lance, and but he didn't get the win. The more experienced Dylan Roberts, obviously, showing why he had more experience, just showing you know why he is one of the best, mm. one of the most under, underutilized talents in the UK today, in my That's opinion. Right. And you know, Connor Klein. Apparently had a B in his bonus. I don't know if it's because he wasn't in the main events. I don't know if it's because he's got a problem with Dale. I mean, he won his match. Oh, he had a, yeah. a fantastic, couple of fantastic hot, hot battle. Yeah. But yeah, just hoss fight with uh, Declan McCarthy. Just, just him and Dec went to a war. Two big meaty men slapping meat, as they like to say nowadays. Mm-hmm. And you know, I thought, like, I thought he'd be happy with the results on the night, but apparently he wasn't. Went after Dill. And it took um, another another hometown hero, Matt, uh, Matt Fox. I said Matt Roberts. <laughs> Matt Fox um, coming out, making the save. And yeah, I mean, these four lads won it. So, tag team match. Yeah, I love all these guys. <laughs> great main event. Um, this match I'm, to, I'm really interested in. Ryan Lloyd versus Polish Barry. So, Polish Barry was on the comms for first half. No, first match. Not even it? the first half. Yeah, he said, he said the first match. We 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 brought Barry in to do commentary, thinking maybe maybe it's something, something a little bit different. Barry, yeah. uh, he's a very charismatic gent, yes. he can, and he can do it all. Paul, yeah, Paul Barry, he is one of the most entertaining lads in the northwest at the moment. Extreme Barry, we had on no, today. So. <laughs> yeah, we had we've, we've seen Extreme Barry, we've seen um, 
Barry Strange. We've seen eighties Barry, but I wanted I wanted Jim Ross Barry. I wanted commentary Barry, and we got him for all of fifteen minutes. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, Ryan Lloyd didn't take um, didn't take Barry's commentary uh, too well. I mean, I don't know why because I, I wanted it back. He was big enough for the majority of the match, mm-hmm. cheering him on, and you know, Ryan took uh, took umbrage with him and. Decided to uh, knock ten bells out of him right after the uh, first match, which was not ideal for the commentary booth. But we did have the uh, the fantastic Danny Proper. He was yeah, he, great job. Danny was there as a punter. He was there as a, as a uh, just you know as a friend of the show that night. And luckily for us, Danny was ready and willing to jump on and uh, prove why he is Danny Ten Jobs. Yeah, yeah. He said he sold me for his t shirt for our price as well. I got it for a tenner. So, so. Oh, happy days. <laughs> He's just trying to get rid of them. <laughs> See, this is what I mean. Not only, you know, some some wrestlers bring the gear to every show they go to. Danny brings his merch to every single show he goes to, even if he's not on it. He's still gonna, he's still there, ready to sell. He's a grappler, yeah. that lad. He really is. All right, we have Harley Hudson, who had a great win on the debut show against um, Stacey Rose. Um, Leah Raven, I, I'm not familiar with her, so should, should Leah, be. Leah Raven. A, a lot of people aren't, but I think a lot mm. of people will be very, very soon because she is one of the best up and coming female talents out there at the moment. Mm. She's absolutely on the rise. You know, one of the future, one of the uh, the future shock lot. So, yes. obviously, great things coming from anyone who comes out of that school nowadays. Uh, she wants a shot. She contacted us. You know, what do we do? How do I, how do I go about it? I said, right, we'll give you, give you the shot, but it, you know, it's not going to be an easy night for you because you're going to have to take on Hudzilla. <laughs> and then everyone, anyone who's, who's seen Harley in the rings knows that she's a force to be reckoned with, like, and it's oh, not going to, it's not going to be an easy night for Leah Raven. Her post lockdown form has been amazing for Harley. She's, I don't know what happened to her over lockdown, but she's, confidence has come from her. Oh. She's, she's smashing it. She's everywhere at the moment. And that's exactly what you want from a talent as good as Harley Hudson. You want them to be everywhere. You want, you want her face on, on all your posters, on all your shows. She, she yeah. is definitely in the position she needs to be in right now to, to break out and become a big, a big star in the UK scene. Yeah, definitely. She's brilliant. Cool. Uh, we have so uh, you described on your Facebook page as a questionable victory. Um, Jack Jack Johnson got over Jinnah, so but he's up against Drill. That's got this going to be a fun match. This is a nice clash of styles. I'm still I'm still not 100 percent on Drill being a, a, a face. I'm so used to him being a heel in Wrestle Island, but yeah. I <laughs> oh, see. Now I I'm, I'm not going to give too much away, mm. but I remember Drill. I remember Babyface Drill. Mm-hmm. From from pre-lockdown, obviously a lot of people are more familiar with with the big bruiser heel drill, but I'm familiar with the uh, drill softer side. Mm-hmm. I know he can he can you know be admired and adored by the fans when he wants to be, and he's got a couple of tricks up his sleeve. Yeah, no. and I think we're going to see some of them on the eighth uh, when he goes up against Jack Johnson. But speaking of people with tricks up their sleeves, maybe you know less tricks, more metal pipes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Jack Johnson questionable victory against Jenner. Uh, obviously, we've watched the footage back. We've seen him utilise the metal bar to to knock Jennifer six, put Jennifer down. A winner's a win at the end of the day. Jack mm-hmm. Johnson did contact us um, before the show. Did send a video out. I've not released the video as of no. yet. I may release it at some point this week. Jack, where Jack Johnson basically demanded real composition, demanded someone with a little bit more. I mean, no, no word against Jennifer, but he demanded someone with a little bit more experience. He wanted a seasoned vet. And to me, there's no one more seasoned on our roster at the moment than the likes of Drill. 
So I think it'll be a big clash of styles and a, a real test for Jack Johnson. See if he can, you know, make sure if he if he gets the win, it'll prove that his win over Jinnah wasn't a fluke. Mm-hmm. But again, as I say, you take on someone like Northern Bruiser Drill and the shape of his life as well. Drill. Exactly, Amazing. Drill has never been in better shape than he is right now. He is he, like again someone who who the lockdown benefited more than anything. He's trimmed down. He looks. He's in amazing shape. I've never seen Cru- drill bruiser weight drill. We call him now. So. Oh, the bruiser weight. Yeah, bruiser weight. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, I think there's, there's there's definitely someone signed to a big contract. You might want to argue that toss if you like. <laughs> so uh, let's let's stick with Sit Northern. Uh, Sit Northern heavyweight. Yeah. Doesn't like that one either. But uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be a great great contest between Drill and Jack Johnson. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm quite interested to watch that one myself. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, Jenner he lost to Jeff Johnson on the first show. Post post match, Isaac North came out attacked him. So this is gonna be a nice revenge match for yeah. That Jenner. was a bit terrifying, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like literally, I had no idea. I was keeping up <laughs> with myself when I booked the show. Isaac North turned up full war paint, ready to just knock ten bells out of someone. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, since then, Jenner's been Jenner's been on me constantly, and I mean. I don't speak Spanish, so it's been a nightmare trying to like translate with this lad. It really has, but you know, he's he's got the point across. He wants Isaac North this show, and Isaac North. You know, you may have seen we posted a video that Isaac North had sent us um, about a month or so ago, demanded not to be ignored by Infamous. Well, we're not ignoring you now, mate, and Jin is definitely not ignoring you. So that we'll see. Uh, we've seen Isaac North turn up and. Beat the crap out of someone who has just wrestled the match. So let's see how he does in there against a fresh Jinnah. Yeah. So again, should be a very, very interesting contest that one. Yeah, Isaac's so excited for this match. He loves both of them. He only likes Isaac North because he's called Isaac, and Isaac's called Isaac. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, two debuts. Got, uh, Chase Alexander versus Jack Envy. I love both these guys. So. No, we haven't. No, you haven't? I mean, yeah. Nope. Once again, Wrestling what? journalist, journalist, sure? and it's worst here. <laughs> You've got Jack Envy. Oh, shit. Sorry. He's taking on a, a different guy debuting, so we'll talk about that. We've got Jack Envy, Jack Envy debuting, and he's Joe taking Kessler. on the uh, the cyber slayer, Joe Kessler. Great uh, Joe Kessler uh, and Jack, don't get me wrong, both of them fantastic talents, like out of this world. But Kessler is someone I've had my eye on since pre-COVID. Someone who's just come into his own now, become so much more than he was before, you know, before the break. And he's, he's, he's got this, this character now, this, this cyber slayer. And it's mm. just, it, it's Amazing. so, it's entrancing for lack of a better way of putting it. He's just, he's there now. And he's, he, he is, he, he is a top tier talent. And I'm so happy to be bringing him into infamous. But again, don't want to take anything away from Jack MV, you know, the, uh, the gob from town. Uh, apparently he's not happy. He, I mean, he's happy for the booking, but he's not mm-hmm. happy about the fact that he's got to come to Runcorn. He's yeah. been uh, he's been very vocal about the fact that he can't stand the place. So I don't expect him to get a warm reception when he arrives in Runcorn, and I do expect him to have a lot to say because that lad will not shut up. <laughs> I'm so excited for this match. I have no idea who's going to win. It's a, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's definitely going to be a close one, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, You'll have to be there on the 8th to find out. Yes. Tickets still available now on Eventbrite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm loving Joe Kessler 
post-lockdown. Joe Bolton had everything, but he was missing something, I thought. But now, it's just... He's found um, it. Found he's it. He's definitely found it. And yeah. he's, on, he's, he's a, again, another star on the rise. And it's, it's just, it's great to have these, these guys who are, guys and girls who are about to become huge, huge stars on not just on the Northwest circuit, but on the whole, the whole of the UK circuit. It's great to be able to have them at Infamous. You know, we're, we're not the biggest promotion out there, but we, you know, we are, we're going to be one of the loudest. Yes. <laughs> then we have Six Man Tag, Giant Events with Gentlemen Society versus Made to Last and Pud, or Podrick Quinlan. So, no, uh, look, he's Pud. Everyone Pud. knows he's Pud. We sent for Pud. We yes. got Pud. Yeah, yeah, I'll call him Pud. Pud. Podrick. So, so at the end of the last six months, I, well, there was a tag team, huh? They threw the armband to Pud. Looked like he put it into his shorts. So, was he thinking of joining the Gentleman Society? We don't I, I think it was more of a sign of disrespect towards mm. the VDS. Ah, more than more than I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about joining. Pud's got no interest in being a member of the VGS. He's, he knows he knows what side his bread's buttered on. He knows that those fans adore him, and he's not gonna he's not gonna drop all that to join a, a group of basically thugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I rate the VGS as, as as workers, as wrestlers, great. Can't take nothing away from them, but their attitude, Tommy Jackson in particular, their attitude stinks. It really mm-hmm. does, and I get it. In wrestling, you've got to have a bit of a chip on your shoulder. You've got to have a bit of that attitude, a bit of that swagger. But just the blatant disrespect from those lads, it's, you know, it's out of order. And Pud wanted a match. Pud, Pud wanted a shot at all three of them. Yeah. We said to him, you know, there's plenty of guys out there who wouldn't mind joining you in that one. Find yourself a couple of tag team partners. And he went out and found one of the, uh, one of the best, one of the best yeah, tag teams in the Northwest. The team went, made to last, on fire, big victory at the last show. Mm-hmm. I mean, just two good-looking, amazingly talented lads who, you know, are all about this business. And Pud couldn't have got any better tag team partners. I think they're gonna, uh, they, they've got a really good chance of shutting VGS up at the next show. Definitely, yeah. Oh, I'm really looking forward to this. We will have Pud on this Friday. Um, interview will be out. Almost said that. Yes, I will do. <laughs> yeah, to promote the show as well. So it's gonna be exciting. He's 16 years old, people. And he's amazing. Mate, do you know what? I, it's it's disgusting. If I was that good of a wrestler, I, I wish I was that good of a wrestler now, let alone when I was 16. That boy, he's just he's, he's a prodigy. A progeny. He's not a prodigy. This is Barry's fault. Barry, ba- <laughs> always Barry, calling himself the prodigy of wrestling. And I'm like, mate, come on. Fat of the land, whatever. But he's, he's got that in my head. But yeah, I mean, he, he's so good for a kid his age. He is just going to get better and better and better. I, I mean, you, you've seen him. A lot of, a lot of the fans in the I've seen him. <laughs> he's just, he's one of a kind. He really is. And it's a, it's a pleasure having him on it, on it, it really is. The knowledge he's got as well. He's straight, you know, we're at training and he's like, he joins in with the, like, the coaches. And you're like, you're only 16. <laughs> stop, stop being so good. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's had good teachers though as well. I mean, you know, he's, he's one of Matt Fox's trainees. Matt mm. Fox, you know, as well as being, one of the best, like, pure wrestlers in the country at the moment. He's, he's training pure wrestlers as well. I mean, a lot of guys don't, don't seem to get onto that. You know, there's a lot of lads who've, who've sat under the learning tree of Matt Fox mm-hmm. and have gone on to do some, like, spectacular things in this business. So that's something else that needs to, you know, people need to recognize that Foxy, not just a great wrestler, but a, a fantastic teacher as well. Definitely. 
Yeah. Multiple people have interviews and they've, yeah, they've no bad words to say about Matt Fox. He's just amazing. No, no. Just an absolute gent. In and out of the ring, he really is. Yeah. Um, Declan McCarthy versus Chase Alexander. Again, another match that I didn't, we didn't even have to book. Um, as soon as the, the teaser video went out that it was going to be Chase Alexander joining Infamous, which in itself is just a, a huge get. Chase, again, one of the best talents in the Northwest today. Seems to be any of those lads that came out of that fighting spirit, Jim. Mm-hmm. They're, just, they're, they're just pure, pure athletes who are just, they've been conditioned and trained by James and Jack so well. And it, it's going to be a pleasure to get to have two of them who've never faced off before going one-on-one in an infamous ring. I mean, Deck, he's chomping at the bit to get his hands on Chase. And it's not even a case of he's got heat with Chase. You know, no. He's had run-ins in the past. Deck just wants to prove that he can hang at that level. And I, I mean, personally, I believe that he can. But it's <laughs> not about what I believe. It's not about what the fans believe. It's about what Deck believes. And if Deck believes that he has to beat Chase Alexander to hang with the likes of Chase Alexander, and that's what he's going to do. But it's not an easy task. I mean, the Martini Maestro, we've seen what he can do. He is he is a pure athlete. He is one of the best wrestlers in the UK today. But he has got that bag of tricks up his sleeve. He, he, doesn't, he, he won't hesitate to cheat or bend the rules in his favour just to get that win. So Dex going to have to watch out for that. But again, that's another one. It's too close to call, in my opinion. Both of those lads, they're going to bring it on the 8th. They really are. And I, I think that, that one has the potential of being the show stealer of the night yeah, for me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, Deck had a really tough match on the first show against proper host battle, as we've mentioned before. So it's got, it's got to be completely, a completely different test for him and against Chase. Great oh, yeah, I mean, Connor's, Connor Klein is, is a straight-up brawler. He mm-hmm. goes in there, he, he wants to hurt the, hurt the guy he's in there with. Chase, Chase can beat you and embarrass you at the same time. And that's mm-hmm. what Deck needs to watch out for. It's not a case of, I mean, I'm not saying Chase isn't a violent man. He is. Chase is a very violent man. And he can't, he could hurt him if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. But Chase comes across to me as the kind of guy who would rather embarrass an opponent. Definitely. Than just beat him. And I think Deck's going to definitely watch out for that on the ace. Yeah. I'm so excited for this show. So squirrel and money away so to make sure we have money it's the week four payday <laughs> <laughs> so where can listeners get tickets for the show you can get the tickets currently on Eventbrite uh, we will have tickets available on the door on the night um, I'll, I'll shoot you a link over so you can stick the link on the uh, up on the uh, on the alt well whenever you're going to put it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there are tickets still available online at the moment Um and we will have tickets on the door on the night for anyone who um, anyone who hasn't been able to get the tickets in advance. It's uh, yeah, I mean, it's the str- I, I mean, as as great as Run Corner's infamous was, a very uh, a very specific brand of hostility. It's it's got the the card. It's got the makings of possibly you know a show of the year uh, candidate. I mean, and that that's just me saying that. And I, I may be a little bit biased, you know, just a little, just a touch, just a smidge. But uh, I think this is this is a card that like people are not going to want to miss. They're not going to want to miss this show. Uh, and there are a couple of surprises because you know what would Infamous be without a couple of surprises? <laughs> we do love our surprises here at Infamous, and I'm not going to give anything away. You just need to make sure you're there on the night to find out what's going on. So yeah, don't miss it. Why would you miss it? Don't miss it. We'll fall out. I don't know who you are if you're listening to this, and you know, and you don't come to the show. Me and you, we're going to have beef. We're going to fall out. To see you at another show, and you didn't come to my show, I'm gonna to wanna to know why. 
<laughs> so I'll put links to all your socials and to the tickets in the description below the interview. So I've, I've really enjoyed it. It's been stale. I'd love to have you on again in the future. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, no problem, Chris. It's always a pleasure. This is the violent gentleman, Tommy Jackson, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. Right, so huge thanks for DJ for joining us this evening. As I said, ticket for information will be in the description below the podcast. So we'll move on to WWE and Extreme Rules is looking good <laughs> compared to last year. Exactly. looking extreme well it feels weird that we're sort of I almost don't want to praise praise this because <laughs> it would just be so patronising that you're praising a show which is called Extreme Rules and every match is extreme like it just <laughs> feels like you'd expect a just the basics of a basics for, for to do that for a, for a show I mean yeah last year I think there was just one stipulation match the main event wasn't it I think there's not been an awful lot going I think 2020 I think there was a few, I think, but... Yeah, it was, uh, uh, it was uh, the, the only Extreme Rules match was Roman uh, versus Finn Balor. Yeah. Oh, so, like, it's just, yeah. yeah. As you say, a triple threat or a six-man tag is a, a stipulation match, but I don't think they are. No. <laughs> well, as they want us to think it is, but even looking back on just Wiki, going back through, like, just previous years, I mean, um, like... Uh, yeah, there's there's really not an awful lot of extreme. They, I mean, there's just so many singles matches that have been thrown onto a um, thrown onto a card. Like, I, I, yeah, I think the whole point of having yeah, like an extreme rules pay per is every match should be extreme, as like it's is it what once was built. <laughs> so it's just yeah, as I, said, I don't want to praise them for doing this because that's just the basic of a basic. But it is good that they're that it's, okay, continuing with the Triple H era. They're just showing a bit of common sense, which is well what you want really yeah I, I would be happy if they only added one more match to this maybe a tag, tag title match or something just have six solid matches like they had on the last show well that's the thing I don't think I'm, I'm liking this new sort of um, thing of, of not wanting to making it feel like almost like a takeover of yeah. five, five, six you don't, you don't want to have like loads of matches especially if you are doing pay-per-views every month which is good I'd rather have sort of yeah solid pay-per-views like this so I mean at the moment, they've got, yeah, five matches on. I think, yeah, you potentially could get a tag title match on, um, or unless they do something with, um, uh, cause, unless they do something with Walter and, uh, well, Gunther and Sheamus, um, cause, yeah, I know they've got, they, yeah. I don't know how. There's a six man tag between the Brawling Brutes, so they still got the Brawling Brutes and. Brawling Brutes. Imperium. Imperium, yeah. Type of street fight or something, or oh. a barroom brawl. Yeah, I was going to say, wait, yeah, Sonic, <laughs> Sonic with Belfast. Oh no, he's not from Belfast, yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what, did have, what did they have last year? A Shillelagh match? Or was it, that was oh, a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, no, him, him. yeah. <laughs> yeah sh- a good old, an old-fashioned Shillelagh match, wasn't it called or something, something like that? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, or even just a Europe, European brawl or something, because mm-hmm. everyone in there is obviously European. So, yeah, I, I suspect that that could be where they go. I, yeah, I think you're right. There's probably room for one more match, and I don't think you need to do any more. Yeah, um, I'd like, I'd, I'd, uh, Kevin Owens and Gargano, they seem to be hinting at a team against Usos. So that may be a down-the-road thing. Or, oh. Just put DIY back together. That's all all you need to do. I'm sure we'll get it. (laughs) 
we'll come, yeah, so, yeah, I think this, uh, we're going we're to do a, a full preview yeah. next week, so I don't think we need to go through it now. But, uh, that, that strap match between Drew and Carrion looks tasty. I'm really excited for that. So, yeah, and I think it should have Bailey versus Bianca as the main event, so that's all I'm going to do for my preview. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I'm looking forward to uh, discussing that more in detail next week, for sure. Okay, and White Rabbit, some more weird and wonderful stuff has happened in the last week. So... <laughs> So it was released on Reddit that there was meant to be like a like a Pac-Man type game that was going to be a QR thing, but I think it got removed because it got leaked. Yeah, so yeah, you, you kind of had to go through, and it, where you'd usually avoid the ghosts, you'd just avoid the fire, and you had to get to the middle and go through the door. Yeah, and it, it brought you to a video. Um, last night there was QR codes on the. Commentator desks and uh, which were which took you to which gave you a coordinates for a place called Corbin. <laughs> wow! And who hasn't been on telly for a few weeks? Baron Corbin. Lastly, getting into JBL's limo, wasn't he? So I think that's a red herring. I think because uh, uh, I think it was Ross. What's his name? Ross Sap. Was it Ross? Who's the journalist? I think he's Sap. Is it Ross Sap? Sean Ross. Sean Ross Sapp, yeah, yeah. Because he um, dug into the, because um, it was in North Carolina, this Corbin place. And in, Cor- in Corbin, North Carolina, is a shop called White Rabbit Records. And, right. And if you put Re- White Rabbit Records into YouTube, a video got released a couple of hours after Raw, which had another code on it. Mm. Which took you to Wyndham in Maine. And whose name is Wyndham? Math, yeah. uh, Bray Wyatt, yes. <laughs> I'm liking all this stuff. And there's, a, there's been TikTok videos and stuff all about. But then other people have come up, they think it's Edge. I was like, why would it be Edge? Edge is already back. <laughs> they'll, they'll try to do... Well, they, they talked about Demon in the first week, and then they talked about Rhea in the second week. They were coming up with how, how they were yeah, connecting all these things to different parts of the Judgment Day, so it would have to be Edge. <laughs> if, it'd have to be somebody really special for it if, to not be disappointed that it's not Bray, I think. Yeah. Well, I just hope they just keep having fun with this. I mean, it's it's been so fun at the moment, but... Just keep, just keep having fun with it. It's mm. it, it's just like so different, isn't it? The the, the usual sort of video promos. Like, yeah, the QR code. I think it's just genius. Yeah, WWE being up to the, the times. Exactly. It's it's just what you need to do. Really, so much thought going into it as well. So it's like, yeah. And it, and you have to be like proper geeky to like go. I'm going to QR that, and then I have to Google what this number means, and then find <laughs> find a shop in this town called White Rabbit, and then go on YouTube and find <laughs> oh, the riddles. Hmm? Follow the canoe down the road. <laughs> Once there, you can do oh, what yeah, gone yeah, too the, far. Yeah, the QR code took you to a, a TikTok account called Come With Me or something like that. Mm, yeah. So it's like. Oh. Yeah, so there's all these things I've had to set up in the background. And if you type White, White Rabbit into the WWE Network, the Bray versus Cena match from WrestleMania is the only result that comes up. Really? That is quite... Again, these little things are just so sort of just brilliant attention, attention to detail. I think that's mm. great. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because what was it? Do you reckon anything? Rumbling, rumbling rabbit. That was part of, part wasn't he part of um those sort of fly those sort of rambling, fun house ra- rambling rabbit rambling rabbit. That's it. Yeah, there was, there was, yeah, another code came out and it took you to just this giant arse installation in Italy where it's just a giant you know, cuddly rabbit just on the side of a mountain in Italy. So, so. <laughs> just a picture of it. You're like, it's weird. <laughs> so, it's but yeah, I'm loving it. Uh, yeah, I've heard some wrestling purists going, it's taking away from the wrestling. Goes, yeah, oh, people no. talking about it. <sighs> You can't do that. I mean, that's just ridiculous. That's not even an argument, in my opinion. So, um, <laughs> the thing is, you're always going to get these people out there who will criticise literally anything you kind of do, but uh, because it's wrestling fans at the end of the day for you. It's we're, we're all like it. We're, we're all like our bit. We'll some people like it, some people won't. But I just think just enjoy it. Just see where this is going to go. It's something completely different. Um, I, 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 obviously, I think the risk is when you do do something quite good like this, the reveal has to be has to be good. Otherwise, you're sort of yeah. Otherwise, yeah, it's going to be yeah. spoken about for a long, long time for all the wrong reasons. Um, so it's it's one where you sort of proceed with a bit of caution, but uh, I've got I've got high hopes for this. I really do. Yeah, there's a, there's going to be a balance of. When to re- make the reveal and how how long do you keep it going? How long does it stay interesting? That's like... I literally have just typed White Rabbit into WWE Network anymore. Right, is the <laughs> it is the match that comes up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so they must yeah they must have put that in the search engine. So oh, of course, they must, yeah. They, yeah, must have removed any reference to White or Rabbit from every other video. On the network. <laughs> well, because there was that was there that um. Adam Rose's sort of thing that used to come out. Yeah. He was, he was bunny though, wasn't he? he was oh, bunny. yeah, not a rabbit, yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> he was white, yes. <laughs> Imagine if that was the reveal. Adam Rose is back up for retirement. With we will get away. <laughs> hey, da, 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 da. Good, good theme tune. I was, I was quite excited with Adam Rose when he came on the scene. I thought he was quite fun, but he wasn't. I don't know. Kind of, kind of, kind of. Man out of steam quite quickly. <laughs> then he could have done something really weird of it. A bit, a bit, a bit. But, yeah. Any other bits of you want to discuss? Uh, well, more with the Triple H here. Um, it was great oh, to yes, see um, yeah. Candice the Ray. Or Ca- Candice Reston. Um, they signed the, the Something Pixie, I think another nickname was. Uh. Mm, yeah. I can't think of the top of my head what it was. Yeah, but I, thought, I thought it was quite cool, that little name that. But um, yeah, no, great to see her back on um, on Raw. Um, and also a Raw that had um, a big a bit of a stat for you. Apparently it was the, um, the most sold tickets for a Raw show for a long, long time. Um, I think it was 12,500 in there. Oh, um, I think, yeah, it was the most, well, apparently it was the most sold one for, as I say, for a while. I don't know the exact um, day one. Presuming it's probably this side of maybe um, of covid Potentially, yep. maybe obviously you might have had a few quite high sales when after the first sort of few shows when when they were back touring, but um, but yeah, no, all good in that. But yeah, no, it was great to see her back on um wrestling. I think yeah, it's good that we're still getting these sort of surprises, and well, obviously we're going to get uh, another big one. I'm sure I suspect coming soon with this Mr. Rabbit, but uh, yeah, no, great to um, great to see her back. Um, I think it, I think clearly I think well, as soon as. Johnny Gargano appeared. I think it was a quite obvious she would be back in some capacity, but good to see her actually out there wrestling as well. And um, and it looked like a 
Well, Nikki removed her mask at the end of the match and looks like she was starting to have a bit of a breakdown, so we could see old Nikki back, hopefully. Oh, that would be good, yeah. And proper Nikki Cross back yeah. with, yeah, um, the unhinged yeah. Nikki Cross, yeah. Yeah, because almost a superhero doesn't quite work when you're a heel. <laughs> it doesn't, no. Yeah, bring her back to her, like, yeah, complete crazy self. And, um,. Yeah, I think that's what, I think that was her, but I think with Nikki Cross, I mean, she's done, in fairness to her, she has done well of whatever's been given to her to work with, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, her original gimmick I thought was brilliant, then it sort of went to that sort of, um, sort of almost cute baby face that, like, where, like, it was the classic, oh, um, I've, I've been sort of picked on my whole life, that sort of one, um, team of Alexa Bliss, um, there is like as the sort of the the yeah the, the sort of the underdog kind of tag team in a weird way, um, yeah. Then then I think yeah. Then we sort of presumed yeah. Then then after that it was yeah sort of there this new sort of almost a superhero gimmick which apparently was actually her idea. That's yeah. not yeah. That's not just think it was a one of these stupid Vincent man gimmick ideas. Apparently it was actually Nikki Nikki's idea. But it's run its course. I think at the start it was quite good, especially when she had the bank, money in the bank cash in. Didn't really kick on that in in that sense. Um, well, her um, idea was that it would show kids that you don't have to have superpowers to be successful. And I was like, that sounds like a great kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. Um, yeah, I um, yeah. I mean, it's not been. I wouldn't say it's been. I mean, on paper it could have been a lot worse. I think the way this was. Up there, but to be fair, it's not been too bad. Um, I'm a, the only thing I would say has been a bit disappointed. Her whole sort of tag team with um, Doodrop, I think they need to mm-hmm. sack that name off as well, please, yeah. and get back to Piper Ni- Piper Niven. Um, yeah, I think that they could have. I feel like this tag team hasn't kind of been ever kicked on, which it kind of should. I know. I know it's a classic WWE. Oh well, they're both Scottish. They can easily be a tag team then, um, but. <laughs> It would be, um, I wouldn't mind seeing them revisit in the future as, as sort of, as, yeah, not in their current, well, as hopefully with a different name for, for one of them. And yeah, the other one has a, yeah, back to their old, old gimmick, so. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, 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 Raw was, yeah, maybe. I know people seem to say this has been the best, best Raw of the year, but I think this could have been the best Raw of the year. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was solid, I, it was solid, this, it was a solid show. And this one. Yeah, I mean, to say best Raw of the year, it was good, don't get me wrong. Um, yeah, I mean, it probably is up there, to be fair. I mean, I can't, from the, obviously from the top of my head, I can't really think of a, of a Raw that, that was absolutely amazing. Um, what was the one, actually, I'm trying to think, usually you're just thinking about the Triple Eight. The one after SummerSlam, was that good from memory, or? Mm. I don't know. I quite like the one where, just, where Gargano reappeared. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, it's good that we're having this debate. It's better rather than going, oh, well, that was probably the worst Raw of the year. No, no, it can't possibly. <laughs> Usually that seems to go on for a long, long time because there's, there's loads of options. But, uh, yeah, no, I, um, yeah, I think that it clearly is, I think clearly all programming WWE has got better. And I'm not just saying that just because, well, it's Triple H is at the wheel. It, it has, it has got better. It's, there's clearly more ideas of what they're doing. Everything's sort of making a bit more sense. And but it's actually a bit more fun, like with this whole white rabbit thing. It is just more fun to watch. I can't wait. Really, I can't wait because um, apparently in the sort this I don't know. Some somebody's found in. I'm not too tacky, so in the source code of something, <laughs> they found the message O nine three O W Y N. So that's thirteenth of 
September, which is Friday. Um, WYN is Wyoming, I think. And that's where SmackDown is this week. So, <laughs> so, so, so watch SmackDown, everyone. <laughs> yeah, so there'll be more, more things revealed this week. Oh, so excited. <laughs> I, I, I still think something... I still like in the idea that they had all the purple X's on the first show because something big's going to happen at Extreme Rules. I don't think it's going to be revealed at Extreme Rules, but I think you get a big clue in Extreme Rules. Well, yeah. 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 And apparently when they start playing that right rabbit song, they've started putting red lights in it or something. I'll have to think about it again. I'll have to listen to the thing again. I but saw probably, yeah, someone put it up on who was at the Smackdown on YouTube. Yeah, they start putting, yeah, occasionally like red lights will start. Are parts of the song, and I was like, are these parts of the songs really mean something? I don't know. But I'm sure we'll talk about it again. I'm sure it'll become a regular segment for a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. More white rabbits. <laughs> Alright, I think we should end it there. Alright, so yeah. if you enjoy our show, please follow us on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling. Our website is bbgwrestling.com. Go to the infamous show if, you can, if you're in the Runcon area. Uh, ticket information will be below the podcast. Looks like an amazing card. Lance is in the main event. That's the only reason you have to go. He's in the main event. Yeah. Him and Connor Klein versus Dylan Roberts and Matt Fox. Great. Yeah, and to promote, uh, yeah, I'm interviewing um, Podrick Quinlan this Friday to promote the show as well. He's 16 years old and he's amazing. He's, I train with him and he uh, he's joins in with the coaches. That's how good he is. He coaches wow. us. Yeah, he's 16. He's amazing. So I can't wait to talk to him this weekend. Um, Regal, Regal, sign him up. <laughs> uh, also, Friday, got an interview with Shane Monet coming out. That'll be on YouTube and on in audio formats. Yeah, and yeah, he's, he's amazing. <laughs> he's, he's doing huge things in the ICW in Scotland, and he's made his way down to TNT, and he's big waves in the Northwest at the moment. So, yeah, he has, yeah, he has lots of fun to talk to. He has, <laughs> And what else we got here? I think Dan Evans is out next week to, to interview Dan Evans next week. And then hopefully I've, I'm going to have a couple of um, Scandinavian wrestlers on. So they've got wow. a big um, Copenhagen wrestling. I've got a big show in Scotland, so they've, got, they've asked me to, to help with some promotion for that. So we're going to have a couple of their stars on in the build-up to that. So that should be fun. Scandinavian, yeah. It's Gandhi Graps, as it's called. is really blowing up at the moment. So... Yeah, it should be really good. Right, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the three people that offered me, I'll be like, yes, I want to interview all them people. So, so, yeah, big things coming. And, yes, we'll see you next week. It's going to be Extreme Rules preview. All the stuff, I'm guessing. More White Rabbit. More White, more white Rabbit stuff, yeah. yeah. Cool. Good night. Good night.